welcome to the One Mind Dogs from the Dogs Perspective podcast. I'm your host, Nora Keskiavari, and on this show, we explore personal dog journeys and uncover how we can become the best possible dog owners from the dog's perspective, of course. Today, we have a special guest joining us from Hungary. One Mind Dogs coach, uh, Anna Eifert, is a passionate dog lover living her dream dog life with her own agility field and two amazing dogs, Du and Nebraska. Through her journey, Anna has discovered her true passion lies in dogs, agility, learning, and teaching. And she dreams of winning the world championship. Today, we'll dive into Anna's story, exploring her experiences and her incredible relationship with her dogs. Welcome to the podcast, Anna. We can't wait to hear more about your inspiring story. So, Let's start. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Nora. <laughs> I'm happy to be here and, and talk to you about dogs. I'm I'm from Hungary. I have dogs since I I was very young. Um, I had a mixed breed when I was in the, I think, third, third grade. And now I'm a professional agility coach. And I can I can thank everything for, for my dogs in my life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that anyone who has seen you can really un, uh, understand and, and believe that what you just said. <laughs> well, hey, let's go a little bit back in history. What was your first experience with dogs? Do you remember anything about that? What happened or what was your first thought or or anything that you could tell us about that? Yes, um, when I was very young, I had a strong asthma. And I have been to a special hospital. I think the English name is sanatorium. So maybe I was in the first and second grade when I was there and I could already read. And and, and another child gave me a book in the sanatorium and it was a, um, a crime story, a Hungarian book about a Hungarian police dog. It was a German shepherd and the title was Cantor is investigating <laughs> so Cantor was uh, his his name and uh, but so it, it was a story about a Hungarian uh, police dog and I just I just felt in love uh, with dogs and and I I knew that I I need a dog and um, I I couldn't finish the book in the sanatorium so when I got home I went to the library and I got the book and I finished the book from that moment uh, I wanted to have my own dog also um, I don't remember that but I know that um, in my in my room when I was very young I was a baby um, I had uh, pictures about dogs on the wall because my 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 father is a photographer He's a very famous artist, but uh, he started at the Hungarian uh, dog magazine. He took pictures about dogs and his pictures were on the wall in my room when I was like just a baby. <laughs> so maybe that was the first step and then then the book in the sanatorium. Well, that's interesting. Very interesting story. That's, And I think we can, many of us, probably have have read dog books. I also read lots of the breed books. I knew all the breeds, everyone. You could show me any picture and I knew it immediately. But nowadays, I think it's different because we don't have that much that sort of books anymore. <laughs> but, but yeah, now it's time for book about dog's perspective, right? <laughs> so to, 
to inspire the children. Well, that's so it, it began really early. Well, if you go to dogs, what is the thing that really inspires and motivates you with dogs? I never I never thought about this. Why do I love dogs? I think I don't have any reason not to love them. But if 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 I should say any reason, it's such a unique thing that two very different species like dogs and human can can live and work together and and they love each other so each morning when you get up your your dogs are there and and they just love you and anytime you get home they love you it's just so special and and i i i'm amazed that two very different species can have that kind of uh, relationship I, I used to say that the dog is a proof of God <laughs> because it's so special, our relationship to dog, dogs, and maybe they live just not long enough. So maybe that's that's proof of the devil <laughs> because they, they should they should live just 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 much longer. Oh, you put it so nicely. And you were saying um, something about the English language and then that it's not your mother uh, language, but you are amazing storyteller in English <laughs> <laughs> thank you Nora. thank you thank you <laughs> uh, I would like to and I I think all the listeners also want to hear more about your dogs now so uh, mm-hmm. if you can if you can tell a little bit more about them there is they are both really different so we we can't wait to see the photographs from of them and and hear more about them my my first dog was a mixed breed and I think it's it's a it's a like a, a story in a book. Uh, so I was in the third grade and um, we went to a little hill to not skiing, but when you slide on the snow. And I, I met my first dog there and uh, he belonged to a driving school and he was there kept on a chain uh, for the day, but for the night they they let him go. We just felt felt in love and he was waiting for me in, in the door of the school, like really like a book story. And then my mom went to the owner of the uh, driving school and then he became mine. So they they let they let him go and uh and he was my first dog he was a mixed breed i would say a rescue dog but uh maybe <laughs> not a rescue dog because he has uh his home but i think he was probably happier with us somehow i i, I ended up visiting the dog shows confirmation shows and i have i had this book about the breeds of the world and we don't know why, but my first purebred dog was a bull terrier. <laughs> I have seen them in this book. I have seen them on confirmation. And somehow, yes, I need a bull terrier. <laughs> so my first pure purebred dog was a standard bull terrier. He, he died very early. Um, at I think he was five, only five, because he had uh, blood cancer. So that's why my second pure pet dog was a miniature bull terrier because I wanted to have a bull terrier again, but not the same size because it was such a such a sad uh, experience and I was very unhappy uh, losing him so early. Um, so that's why my second dog was a miniature bull terrier 
and I, I started doing agility with him. <laughs> so it's not a typical agility breed. And I was um, I was taking pictures um, for the Hungarian dog magazine as my father, and I also wrote uh, articles uh, for the magazine. And I think uh, I have seen agility at the dog show uh, the first the very first time. I I don't remember the first time, but uh, but I'm sure it was a uh, confirmation dog show. Actually, it was already when when I had my standard bull terrier. Uh, his name was Freddy, uh, but he, he he didn't play um, outside. He didn't play outside, so I couldn't motivate him to do agility. So he was okay in our room at home, but he didn't play outside. So so no chance to do any agility with him. But my second bull terrier was um, very good at it, uh, playing also outside. Um, and I started agility with him in nine, 1999 January, and uh, I was I was lucky enough because um, I was able to do agility with um, a different kind of dogs like Belgian Shepherds, um, a very little uh, Skipperke. It's a little small black dog, uh, and then um, I met Christine Charpentier. She was the first. Uh, double world champion in agility and he had many border collies from working working lines and they were very different um, than than confirmation border collies and uh, I I did ask her that could I have a puppy from you and and it was my first border collie Navian in in 2004 so she came from France and and her name is the village uh, where she was born in in France, and and we keep this pattern. So so Navian was still alive when when I get my um, so actual bull terrier. Uh, Do she's a miniature bull terrier? She's white, and uh, for a little little time, I had three dogs in my life. I had Navian, I had Do, and I had Nebraska, and now I only have uh, uh, Do and Nebraska. So that's our pattern. Bull Terrier and Border Kali. Do you do you compete um also with Do? I did. I did. And it, it was it was very hard. It was it was very painful. It was very joyful. And I think she was my 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 best coach ever. So I I did learn everything again with her in agility. And I think it's it was good for me as a coach because Navian was just perfect. <laughs> she was <Right. laughs> she was so easy um but somehow do um she 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 couldn't cope with my feelings at competition so she was great at she was great in training she could we could do everything but we could we couldn't show it in 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 competition in trials so that's why i i i took the mental uh, online class with Janita and Anna and it was so useful again. So so she was my best coach, <laughs> my bull terrier. Uh, and the, her last last trial was in 2018, the USDA Sinosport in, in, in the United States. And we never had so many clean runs at that trial. I think in her whole career, we didn't have so many clean runs than at this, this trial. Thanks to the mental mental 
<laughs> class, but it was very hard. <laughs> it was hard. Well, that sounds really, really um, educational story to share. Maybe we, we should also have a separate uh, episode about all the learnings um, we do. But also, you must be the only one competing from Europe with, with Bull Terrier in the United States in, in agility. <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's that's so good. I'm really inspired always when people are are training dogs and doing agility as well. And what like all to- type of uh, dog uh, hobbies with different different breeds. So it's it's very inspirational. Um, okay. Well, if we think about one mind dogs method, and and as we all really well know that it's all about the dog's perspective and the dog's point of view. And everything we see, um, everything we want to teach is based on, on and viewed from the dog's uh, perspective and how how they view uh, what is fun and how they view what is clear and, and all that. And in this podcast, we want to share these le- real life stories um, about how learning more about the dog's perspective actually has impacted the life and changed um, the life of of dogs and and their people. Anna, you have joined One Mind Dogs community about 10 years ago, maybe even more. I don't I'm not sure. <laughs> But tell us 14, uh, I think, yes. Okay. Yeah. So tell us how did you get started with One Mind Dogs? Um I I was uh, the president of the Hungarian Agility Committee for seven years. And um I started the Hungarian Open uh, and the, the Winter Cups. And we always try to invite the uh, actual world championship judges and the judges from last year. And and we invited um, Mia Lamanen from Finland. And also we invited Anna Savioja from Finland. And I don't know who told me that maybe you could invite Jako and Janita to Hungary because at the Hungarian Open, we always had a seminar before the competition. One of them told me that that you could invite Janita and Jako. And um, because of financial reason, we only invited Jako. And I think it was in 2000, 2010, the first, first time um, uh, he came to Hungary. So he came together with Janita for the Hungarian Open, and then I think they come they came back in the same year for the Border Collie Classic in in Hungary. So that's that's the first time we we met, and I I kept inviting them back. <laughs> I think 2014, uh, the One Mind Dogs Agility uh, thing started, and. Um, Yeah, they coach. Um, yeah, and, we started and, then. They and, coach, and they they choose me. <laughs> yeah, for the Somehow. coach network. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, if you go back to to teaching and like learning more about the dog's perspective, um, or in general dog training, what do you think have been your biggest aha or light bulb moments in teaching? Directly, um, I've I went to Finland each year to have some private lessons with Janit and Jako. And when uh, Lou was very young, uh, she was just a puppy. And then the foundation, so how how they did foundation with the offering the jump, I think that was the first huge moment I realized that 
that's that's very different what 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 I knew before. And the other thing is, what does it mean uh, connection for the dogs? So the the three C's and the first C, the connection that they they have to see your profile when you run in the agility, and and nobody I I think everybody does it automatically if you have a if you have a if you are a good handler all the good handlers have this connection to their dogs but none of them teaching it really and it was it was a really big thing for me because i i could help so many people for example i had a fox terrier in germany and they were such a great team together but the dog had refusal at each tunnel entry, at each literally at each tunnel entry, and the reason was because the handler was looking at the tunnel, so the connection uh, was not there. Because if you look at the obstacle, <laughs> you cannot have the connection uh, to to your dog. And I, I told her this, and they just started to have clean runs, clean runs, clean runs all the time. Oh wow. That's something. Uh, what do you uh, like? If you think about those learnings and and other learnings, is there something that you could describe that has changed you as a person, or how you behave, or think, or or anything that sort of? Have you ever thought about that? Hmm. Um, maybe maybe the mental class with with Janita and Anna. <laughs> maybe it's hard to say that it changed me, but it. It made everything very clear and simple in in normal life. But how I look at the world, how I look at dog training, and I agree with Janita that we, we should have this mental class in in grand school grand school for for children because this is so useful that you can you can you can live in peace with the whole world. <laughs> Maybe it's 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 a big sentence, but I think this this. This mental class made my life just just easier in everything life, not only in agility, but also in in everyday everyday life. But also in agility, like just a simple example that I I was always very obsessed with toys. I said that ah, oh, this is the the only way to motivate your dog and to teach anything, uh, but it's not. <laughs> dogs are different so uh, I used to say that for example Sylvia Trickman became a world, champ- world champion using uh, treats <laughs> no toys maybe it's a stupid example but the whole life is the same so if you if you learn to to use other people um, perspective other point of views and yes I think this mental class had my life <laughs> made it easier. well that's so yeah very interesting to hear um is there anything from the mental uh class that you are now uh, referring to any other specific learnings that for your thinking or for your behavior something else that you already mentioned like which were the biggest kind of changed um mindset stuff <laughs> or any anything mm. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling with it because I think my my way was very similar. Let's simplify. I did the same, but I didn't know why. I didn't know the reason, so I couldn't explain to my students the the why's. And I I think teaching is so much easier. So when when I have any 
seminar or online class or or a private lesson it's just so much easier to teach because i know all the all the reason why things happening in agility not only about dogs but also a little bit about people <laughs> so it's it's just easier to teach because i i can explain uh, exactly why if if you say just do this some people okay i do this but some people not so it's it's easier to learn if you know the reason if you know why uh, should i do this and that so maybe the teaching is so much easier yeah that's true and that's also what we try and we have tried uh since the beginning as one like in one of my dogs to explain always when teaching dog training stuff as well like always explaining like why to do stuff so yeah it's really good that you mentioned that because it is it is very important to to understand and you learn so much better and and then you can also teach others better so very good If you think about about your dog training um, journey so far, of course there's there are also some struggles or hurdles on that journey. So, can you mention any of your struggles with your uh, dogs or dog training or or anything related to your journey with your dogs? With 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 my bull terrier, with with you, uh, for example, we always say that. You have to choose the, the the best toy for your dog. The favorite you have to use the favorite toy. Blah blah blah. But she was not able to think when she got this toy, so she was very obsessed with uh, a little little uh, like gummy balls or rubber balls, like the squash ball. So when when she had anything like this, she was just not able to think and learn. Again, back to the mental training that. Uh, There are so many different ways, and 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 you have to you have to be open minded enough to think about different ways. Because I I always said that yes, toy that's the only way to to use in agility, um, but it's not. And at the very end, we switched to food, and yes, she lost a little bit speed, but but she was able to learn and she was able to run clean run so our life <laughs> got easier without her favorite toy so it's it's a big example for me that dogs are different situations are different and yes you have to be open minded for other solutions and also nebraska is 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 very different in a good way she needs um, a, a huge distance from me Uh, which I like actually, <laughs> because it makes easier to do some distance work, but also a good example for me, that a good lesson that yes, dogs are different. So not each dog is like Nebraska. So for example, uh, doing the force front cross from 10 miles, it's easy for her. Uh, you don't need to teach it, but it's not easy for other dogs and you you have to teach them. So, so it's very, very. It it makes you patient. <laughs> that dogs can be very, very different. Well, if we go uh, from struggles and learnings to the highlights, uh, what are your top highlights um, with your dogs? Oh, I I still remember uh, the world championship in 2006 with Navian uh, when I uh, so we were cleaning jumping, and then. Uh, I still remember the the end of the agility run that 
then I I just run, I just run, I just run. I didn't think about dog walk or whatever. And then at the end of the run, I was looking at the screen and uh, I see, I saw only zero, zero, zero. It was a clean run. And uh, it, it was, it, it was such a big feeling. It was such a big happiness with her. Um, also, when when we were running uh, at Sport we do, and, and we made, I think, the fifth place in biathlon. And uh, so many, many, many agility moments with all of them. But I think after each run, uh, you should have the same feelings. It doesn't matter if it's the World Championship or just a, a simple little uh, competition in your country. Your dog does the same all the time. They they give they give always hundred percent or more. So it should be the same happiness at each after each run. Wow, that's so true. And I got so emotional and <laughs> of that description. Uh, and I bet everybody else is also feeling that moment. Well, if we go to totally different um, topic, um, in one mind dogs, we want to spread the knowledge and understanding of, of, of learning more about the dog's perspective and how, how that helps with puppy and dog training. Um, but it's a big struggle in the, in the whole, like globally, uh, new puppy owners uh, who, who have their first or second dog and they haven't been that interested in dog training. Many times that that's not understood what it means or the importance of that. Um, if someone around you would, uh, would, would get their first dog, uh, what tips would you tell them? <laughs> first, I would try to make her not to have any dogs, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, no dogs. If still they want to have that puppy, then that I I would just simply recommend the the puppy program from One Mind Dogs because when we had the coaches week in um, before COVID in United States and uh, and Yanita had different uh, puppies, they 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 met them there. They were like eight weeks or ten weeks or or whatever three months old, and she was able to make them sit wait lie down come here everything you need for your dog in normal life and she did only use the 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 natural way the natural instinct of the dog so so i i i wish everybody should use this puppy program if you have a new puppy please (laughs) go to this program (laughs) that's that's easy that's simple (laughs) i 100 percent agree on this and and actually, it is amazing how actually simple it is then when you just have your open mind and make the effort to actually um, stop and learn a little bit uh, new, new about how dogs learn, for example. That's so good. And I, I also recommend it. I don't only recommend it. I almost force everyone to, <laughs> to start. Yes, because I'm, I'm very good at agility, but I, I, I'm not um obedience trainer or whatever. So, so if my students are struggling with normal life problems, then, then I, 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 I tell them that even if you have a adult dog, uh, you can go to this program from the b- very beginning. Exactly. And it's so interesting when 
I also say the same that if you just want to restart your relationship with the dog, uh, you can always start the puppy puppy training program. So it's it's really good. Um, hey Anna, you have been traveling a lot, especially in the United States, uh, also together with your dogs. Uh, so please share some of your best memories of those trips. <laughs> they they were all amazing because we we met so many uh nice people and and we went to the Grand Canyon we went to Utah to Arizona hiking with the dogs so it 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 was very 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 special <laughs> yes so yeah so how how many times have you been in the US with with your yeah, dogs my my first time was uh 2010 with Navian only for two weeks I I went to North Carolina uh Michelle Godlevsky was my first host and I I kept uh going back to her I think many many years we went back uh with my husband and uh we spent two or three months in the spring and then two or three months in the fall so <laughs> maybe a half or half of our life since 2010 we spent in the in the United States it, it's a big big thing for us we we like we like that country very much can you share your best tips with uh, anyone considering traveling with their dogs like overseas especially is there anything that you could share share with us I would say that um if Maybe it's a stupid word, but if you have a normal dog, so like not reactive, not voice sensitive, not noise, doesn't have any problem with people, whatever. So if you have a normal dog, you can you can fly with your dog. So it's yes, it's a big deal, but but your dog will be okay with it. So so if you you need um, a big enough. Uh, travel box you have to go to the airport soon enough <laughs> uh try to avoid uh, um, layovers so it's if you have a direct flight then go for the direct flight but if if your dog okay with noises with people it's okay it's it's not so bad it's it's not not terrible <laughs> for the dog so they they when when we got them in the united states they were always happy i i didn't see that uh they were suffering or or whatever um nebraska she she doesn't like airports and i i see that she's not really happy when we go there but but when when we get her uh she she's okay yeah and she recovers quickly but <laughs> if your dog is sensitive uh don't fly with them Right. That's a good tip. This is a quick question. If there is one thing that you could change in the world to make dogs' lives better, what would that be? I wish people would learn first, read some books, watch some videos. So so I, I wish they they would get some knowledge before they buy the puppy. Good. That's an important tip <laughs> or like thing. And we are trying our best at One Mind Dogs to make that happen as well. Well, hey, what should I ask you that I didn't uh, ask you yet? Is is there anything that you would like to share with us and with all the listeners? Mm, maybe about agility. That that uh, it doesn't matter what kind of breed you have. Uh, if you are interested in agility, go for it because it's 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 fun for you, fun for your dog. You don't need to trial. 
because in, unfortunately in Europe we don't have so many jump heights. Uh, it's getting better because we have this is this uh, intermediate class, and many many countries have this very small XS uh, class two. Uh, but still in the United States, there are more jump parts, so it's easier uh, to choose the best for your dog physically. Uh, but you don't need to compete. You, you, can, you can have fun. You can enjoy agility only in training. It, it, and it's such a good thing. It's good, good for your relationship with your dog. It's, it's a great hobby. Whatever breed you have, do agility. You will love it. <laughs> and your dog will love it. Well, that's uh, absolutely great. Um, great question um, and great topic to share. And I totally agree. And we can see it so quickly how quickly the impact actually is seen. So, And you don't even have to go anywhere. You can just start at your home or in your walks. Walk. So I also promise you that your relationship will get better. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. So, all the, so everyone should go and have a try. So just check one of my dog's website and we have this foundation for agility and it's a great, easy way to start it. And then we have all these super coaches um, helping you online uh, in, the, in, the, in the customer support. And you can do it in your living room or your, in your backyard. Yes, exactly. Anna, thank you so much for being our guest today and sharing your incredible stories. Thank you for having me. Because your passion is uh, for dogs is actually and dedication to understand their perspective is very inspiring for others. Um, so um, I really, really appreciate that you gave this time time to this nice little chat here. And hey, to all our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the One Mind Dogs from the Dogs Perspective podcast. Uh, we hope you have gained inspiration for your own life with your dogs and for learning more about the dog's perspective. Remember to follow One Mind Dogs on social media and sign up for the podcast newsletter to stay updated on our latest episodes and exciting content. Uh, we would love to hear from you. So tag One Mind Dogs and share your special moments with your dogs in your social channels. Now it's time to say bye and see you in the next episode. <laughs>